yes, I am recording outside. I am absolutely recording outside. It is a Wisconsin morning, and it's gorgeous. And that's the most beautiful soundscape I can think of. So, here we are, with the birds and the blue jays and the sparrows and the nuthatches and everything, giving us a little background. So, I thought that would work. Welcome to Geocaching Scripture. This is Josh coming at you from the Blanket Fort, which is not true because I'm outside in my own backyard. Geocaching is that rarefied sport hobby of finding treasures um, based on coordinates usually and GPS's and that kind of thing. Little tiny treasures that sort of give, give you a, a hunt to do and something to look for. They can be at the bottom of the sea, they can be at the top of Mount Everest, they can be in the heart of volcanoes and they're all over the place and they just sort of put the adventure back in what even might be a familiar walk to you. Um, I have some on my street and uh, they sort of give you a pursuit and I thought that was a perfect metaphor for how I interact with scripture. Uh, growing up in the church, you know, born on Saturday, in church on Sunday, uh, scripture can become almost over familiar and uh, this is a these little things of language and history and cultural situation just to bring the dimension back into scripture for me um, and help me to look twice at God's word and so that's why I do the show and so that is it welcome country is hurting a little bit and I thought this was maybe a time um, for us to look at a verse like this and God said this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations I have set my bow in the cloud and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth when I bring the clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds I will remember my covenant covenant that is between you and every living creature of all flesh and the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh when the bow is in the clouds I will set it I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth God said to Noah this is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth Genesis 9 uh, verses 12 through 17 um, so I love the setting of this this is this is the door opening on the ark and Noah setting his feet on the steaming earth after the flood has evaporated or receded or whatever it is. Uh, we don't know the exact background of, of what that is. Um, but this is an important uh, symbol of the bow and the clouds and of course that's the rainbow. Um, and that word bow is the Hebrew word for the bow of battle, which have been, would have been very familiar to them. Um, this is a, you know, a bow that would have been used that meant devastation and destruction. And when you uh, set your bow, when you hung it up, it meant you weren't using it anymore. And God setting his bow in the clouds, and even the, even the, the shape of a rainbow is, is a bow at rest, um, is this conflict at rest. And so God worked, is, is saying, you know, 
that instead of destroying and starting over, um, I will work with what's there always. I will work through what's there always. And we see that too, that God works through uh, humanity, works through the, the troubled history of Israel to set aside one lineage, to set aside one family, to set aside one particular person. And that is how he worked through there and eventually to his own coming to earth um, and I thought this is just especially important um, in the sense that it's this image of setting it down laying it down um, waging peace and um, mercy um, right now the country is in pain and the, the unbelievable um, madness of things that happened, like George Floyd's death, um, and those involved in that. Um, and that we're reminded um, when we see the rainbow of these the days that this kind of thing won't happen anymore, that this kind of institutional racism and um, slow wheels of justice and painful reaction doesn't have to happen anymore. Um, and that we can work for that now and that one day we'll know that that is the, rain, the rainbow that will follow this storm. Um, that it will not be defeated, that it will not go away. For me, I, I think back to being in ninth grade, end of ninth grade, when uh, the Rodney King verdicts came back. And I remember my dad um, sort of, you know, watching TV and then saying to me, the Rodney King verdict has come back and Los Angeles is in flames. And I remember the, the pain in his voice um, and the familiarity in his voice. Um, as I look back on the context of it, um, my dad who grew up in Los Angeles and, um, you know, remembers the Watts riots and, and um, Martin Luther King riots and, and other things that happened. And just see this all happening again and thinking, um, you know, how is this back again that I, could, I have to say to my son, um, you know, George Floyd was murdered and Minneapolis is in flames. Um, and that that's just, that's painful. That's something that I wish I never had to say. And so we look up at the rainbow and, and we work towards healing these issues. We work towards, um, making a better way and we work with our eye toward the healing that will be uh, the already but not yet of God's peace and of the rainbow and setting our own bows left and right so things like this don't happen in the first place and how can we do that that is another very long discussion that much smarter people than me have had but um, I know that this is the kind of question and the kind of situation that scripture did not shy away from.
So, prayers and thoughts, etc., but also action as we move forward. Thanks for listening. Pax Humana. Prayers for George Floyd's family. Prayers for Minneapolis. Prayers for America.